Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, SFL Nation. Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Striker. I am so glad that you decided to join me today, tonight, whenever you decide to click play. Thank you. On tonight's podcast, it will include SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. Quick recap of week 10, my player of the game, was I right, Colin? And my picks for week 11. And my fourth and goal interview will feature Mr. Johnny Bravo, cornerback for the Charleston Predators. So, let's get started with the fun. I'll be right back. And welcome back to SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. And over the course of past couple weeks, we've had a few things happening. Um, star contract signing occurred, and that was for Oklahoma City. They released number 87 wide receiver Devontae Duncan and replaced him with number 15 wide receiver Joe Clark Jr. So congratulations, Joe Clark Jr. on your star contract signing. Now, we also had our third round of non-contract transactions as well. And these people decided they wanted to get off the couch and onto the field. And for that, I am grateful. Welcome to the league, guys. I'm so glad to have you. This list goes as follows. Baltimore signs, number 26, free safety, Marvin Hines. And number 90, defensive end, Mac Cherma. Charleston signs, number 80, wide receiver, Jay Taylor. And number 99, defensive end, Jeff Hollywood, defensive Denver signs, <laughs> number 14, wide receiver, Bryce Battle, Houston signs, number seven, kicker, Matthew Flynn, Las Vegas signs, number 94, linebacker, Bobby Ross, and number 52, linebacker, Thomas St. Gunn, Mexico City signs, number one, punter, Henry Heiko, and number 99, defensive end, Thurgood Jenkins. New Orleans signs. Number five, kicker Ovaltine Jenkins. Queen City signs. Number six, Kyle kicker Kyle Casey. Sioux Falls signs. Number five, kicker 
Maxwell Flax. A lot of kickers getting a chance. Love it. Tallahassee signs. Number 40, linebacker J.R. Lawless. What's up, J.R.? Loving your, your artwork, man. Loving your graphics. You're doing a fantastic job. Keep it up. And at number 49, linebacker Chris Young. Vancouver signs. Number 59, linebacker Shane Easley. And number 48, tight end Alex Constantine. Atlanta signs number three, kicker Jay Miraculous. And number 50, linebacker Roscoe Justice. Seattle signs number 45, linebacker Angel Salinas. And number 54, linebacker Lyric Jenkins. St. Louis signs number 94, linebacker William Dutch. And Number 87, wide receiver, Reed Mitchell. And last up, San Francisco signs. Number 32, running back, Saren Storm. So again, congratulations, guys, on your accomplishment of getting out there on the field. And I want you to have a great time. You have become a part of something very special. And I hope it always continues. Next up, we have my quick recap of week 10 picks. Uh, well, my player of the game was our right column and my picks for week 11. Stay tuned. back with my quick recap of week 10 player of the game was I right and my picks for week 11. Now Carolina Skyhawks played the Atlanta Swarm over the weekend and Atlanta won 33-23. Passing for Carolina was 262 rushing 18 yards and total yardage was 280. For Atlanta 423 yards passing 69 yards rushing and 492 yards total. Time of possession, 17 minutes and 34 seconds for Carolina, 26 minutes and 26 seconds for Atlanta Swarm. Atlanta had four turnovers. Carolina had one. Player of the game was BDG Hollywood. 19 attempts, 74 yards, 162 reception yards, and two reception touchdowns. Was I right about this game? Yes, I was. Chicago Wildcats played. The Queen City Corsairs, Chicago won 24-10. Chicago's passing, 163. Their rushing was 159. And total was 322 yards. Queen City Corsairs had 321 yards passing, 50 yards rushing, and 371 yards total. Chicago had the ball for 25 minutes and 3 seconds, while Queen City had the ball for 17 minutes and 58 seconds. But... Queen City turned the ball over five times to Chicago's one. Ash Odom was the player of the game. 26 attempts, 164 yards, two touchdowns, and 13 reception yards. Was I right about this game? Yes, I was. Tallahassee Pride took on the Houston Hyenas, and Tallahassee won 
42-30. Tallahassee's passing, 377. The rushing was 57 yards for total, 434. While Houston had 324 yards passing, 119 yards rushing, and 443 yards total. Tallahassee had the ball a little bit longer with 23 minutes and 23 seconds with two turnovers. And Houston had the ball for 19 minutes with 43 seconds and two turnovers as well. But player of the game was CC Christian Christensen, making 46 completions out of 58 attempts, 373 yards, six touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 113.6. Was I right about this game? No, I was not. Sioux Falls versus Mexico City. Mexico City won 45-30. Unfortunately, I don't have the stats as far as the player rush, uh, I'm sorry, passing, rushing total for this game because when I tried looking it up, um, it would not let me go past a certain point, so I couldn't see. But I did see that uh, Ray Bentley was the player of the game. So congratulations to him, and I was right about Mexico winning this game. Next up, we have the New Orleans Pharaohs versus the San Francisco Sharks. San Francisco won 38-24. New Orleans passing was 302. Their rushing was 135. The total yardage, 437. San Francisco, 285 yards passing, 64 yards rushing, and 349 yards total. New Orleans had the ball, 23 minutes, 3 seconds. San Francisco had the ball 20 minutes, 50 seconds, 57 seconds. Both teams had two turnovers. That uh, Matt Burnham was the player of the game with 12 receptions, 123 yards, one touchdown, 10.3 yards per catch. Was I right about this game? No, I was not. And I actually find it kind of funny that New Orleans had most yardage, they had the ball longer, and they had just the same amount of turnovers, but San Francisco just was a little bit more careful with their plays. Even their, even their stats were more. They had 302 yards passing to 285, and their rushing was significantly higher as well, so it's funny how things work out sometimes. But Charleston Predators versus the Seattle Tyrants. Seattle won. 2017. Passing for Charleston was 180. Their rushing was 40. Total was 220 yards. Seattle, 342 yards passing, 102 yards rushing, and 444 yards total. Charleston had the ball for 18 minutes and 46 seconds with one turnover. Seattle had the ball for 28 minutes and 59 seconds with five turnovers. Five turnovers. Wow. And player of the game was Jaquez Luyendola. 32 completions, 45 attempts, 342 yards, two touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 70.8. Vancouver Legion versus the St. Louis Gladiators. Vancouver won. Oh, I'm sorry. I was right about the Charleston-Seattle game. I did choose Seattle to win that game. Now, with uh, Vancouver Legion versus St. Louis Gladiators, Vancouver won 30-16. to 16. Their pass, Vancouver's passing was 235. Their rushing was 163. 
and their total was 399 yards. San, uh, St. Louis, 292 yards passing, 64 yards rushing, and 356 yards total. St. Louis had the ball longer, 24 minutes and 19 seconds. They also had three turnovers, while Vancouver had the ball for 19 minutes and 41 seconds, and they had no turnovers. Sudo Nakai was the player of the game with 26 attempts, 165 yards, one touchdown, five reception yards. Was I right about this game? Yes. And Sudo had a fantastic 70-yard run on that play. Actually, it was a run for a touchdown. That touchdown he got. It was awesome. Um, Las Vegas Fury versus Denver Nightwings. Denver Nightwings won 29 to 27. Very close game. So Las Vegas passing was 56. Their rushing was 286 and the total yardage was 342. Uh, Denver's passing was 369 and their rushing was 75. It's 444 yards total for Denver. Las Vegas had the ball for 16 minutes and 31 seconds, and Denver had the ball for 27 minutes and 25 seconds. Denver made no mistakes. Las Vegas had two. Player of the game was Josh Miller. 32 completions, 45 attempts, 300 and, uh, 369 yards, a one touchdown, and a quarterback rating of 102.9. Was I right about this game? Yes, I was. And last but not least... Tulsa Desperados versus OKC Renegades. That was our rival, of course, and we beat them 41-37. Passing for Tulsa was 374 yards. Rushing was 90 yards for a total, 464 yards. OKC didn't do quite bad. 316 yards, 134 yards rushing. I'm sorry, 316 yards passing for them. 134 yards rushing and 450 yards total. Time of possession. We had the ball for 23 minutes and 6 seconds, and OKC had the ball for 20 minutes and 54 seconds, both of us having turnovers. But I was the player of the game with 26 completions out of 37 attempts, 374 yards, two touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 98.3. Was I right about this game? Yes, I was. Now, was I right this week? My tallies. I have seven right this week and three wrong. So my season 13 total tally, 53 right and 26 wrong. So I'm doing a whole lot better than last season. I guess I'm just making smarter choices and, you know, just picking with my mind instead of just my heart now, (laughs) I guess. But I can't say that in all circumstances because I'm always going to choose certain teams anyway. And they know who they are, especially Tulsa. But picks for week 11. Baltimore Vultures versus the Alaska Storm. I'm actually going with Baltimore on this one. I think they are on a roll right now. The number one seed right now in the playoffs. Uh, I think that they are definitely on a roll to be unstoppable. So uh, Alaska, got to get it done if you can. But I'm going with Baltimore on this one. Uh, Atlanta Swarm versus the Charleston Predators. I'm going with Atlanta on this one. Houston Hyenas versus Chicago Wildcats. I'm going with Chicago. 
Um, London Knights versus the Denver Nightwings. I'm going with Denver on this. Las Vegas Fury versus the New Orleans Pharaohs. I'm going with Las Vegas. Carolina Skyhawks versus the OKC, OKC Renegades. I am going with Carolina to win this by three. Queen City Corsairs versus Two Fall Sparrows. I'm going with Queen City. San Francisco Sharks versus St. Louis Gladiators. I'm going with San Francisco. And last but not least, the Real Teal War. Seattle Tyrants versus the Tulsa Desperados. Of course, I'm going with the Tulsa Desperados. Always. <laughs> Next up, we have my fourth and goal interview coming up with Mr. Johnny Bravo. Stay tuned. And we're back with my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Johnny Bravo, cornerback for the Charleston Predators. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I'm so glad to be catching up with you today. You know, it's been a lot of people that have been starting in the league, and they say that they have been watching Charleston or they know someone on Charleston and it just seems like you guys be bringing people in so thank you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice so tell me who are you name give me age you know hometown and an interesting fact about you uh Taylor from uh ROI I'm 27 from the big end of Memphis Tennessee nice uh, home of uh rock and roll blues and the best barbecue you will ever eat I don't care what you say. <laughs> and uh, maybe the most interesting thing would be my job, what I do. I'm a locomotive engineer for the railroad. Nice. I drive trains around. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about that. Why did you decide to do that? Because actually, my son has an interest in trains. Uh, well, uh, it's it's uh, a very interesting job. It's it's uh, you're on call 24-7. The railroad never stops. Uh, and it's... It's, it's a job that I wanted to do. I, I hired on when I was 19 years old, and I've been with them for eight years now. And uh, I worked my way up from coming on as a conductor and took the promotion to become engineer. And and I enjoy it. It's, it's got crazy hours, but uh, I, I'm not a really kind of person that likes regular hours and schedules and all that kind of stuff. So... But it's worked out this season. I've only missed one game. I've been able to see all the games except for the uh, first game of the season. Oh, man. Well, you didn't need to see that one. I believe you played Tulsa, didn't you? Wasn't that the first was, game? I think it was the first game of the season that we played each other. First game was uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, no, you don't want to see that one with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, how did you find the league in the first place? Um, on Twitch. I was on Twitch, and uh, people that I watch are following, uh, nobody was on, and so I went to the main page, and the championship game was on for season 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching it, and I was like, this is really interesting, and just trying to 
figure out what was going on because you come into it and you you see these um like madden guys playing madden and so you're not sure if it's somebody playing or what's going on and it was really interesting and uh, i watched it and and i was really into it and i kind of put it off but it was it was in the back of my head i was like i need to join i need to join that mm-hmm. and uh, so i've i just happened to be on the computer one night and i, and I think uh the SFL season 12 it started and uh, I joined well I'd already joined the discord I believe and, and uh, got in and introduced myself and started talking in chat and uh, really wanted to get on a team and, and being in the middle of the season uh, you know you got to have your uh, chat rank up to be able to take over for somebody if somebody leaves mm-hmm. and uh that's what I did, and and I was able to. Uh... So tell me, do you play any sports? Uh, I don't play any right now. In high school, I played basketball and football. Pretty good basketball player. Nice. What was your I position? Enjoyed it. Uh, center. Oh. Okay. Played center. And I did a lot of bowling. I really enjoyed bowling. Did it, played in a lot of leagues during high school. But once I got on with the railroad, that kind of ended. Yeah, I can But imagine. I still go out and, and bowl a little bit. Yeah, because you're always on call. So, yeah, I guess it would be hard yeah. to kind of get out like that. Okay. So, tell me, do you plan to participate in any other capacity with the league? Like, um, maybe beat team or social media team or I think it would be hard for you to do broadcast and maybe stats because you're always traveling right yeah I, I would like to do the broadcast team mm-hmm. nice. um, but uh, like I said with my schedule it's kind of hard to commit to things but right. I, I would I would like to look into that uh, if I could get on something a little bit more regularly scheduled where I have an idea to where I can commit to a game uh, I would like to do that I would like to be a commentator like uh, like Jim Ross from wrestling I don't know if you've seen him <laughs> my god he's broken in half what a <laughs> yeah that would be awesome see and everybody has what I'm learning is being on the broadcast team is just like everybody has their own style and you bring your own kind of flavor to it so whatever you got you know that'd be awesome I'm sure they take yeah, it. <laughs> I like the uh, the Richter. So, tell me, Johnny, how do you participate in the Predators locker room? Like, how do you contribute, rather? Um, just talking to everybody, keeping everybody up. Um, the season has been has been a roller coaster as of the games. Uh, this game. Last week that we have EMS on, and uh, be keeping everybody's heads up, uh, talking to everybody because we've had a a roller coaster season. Um, game last weekend with Seattle was really close. Um, it had everybody on edge, and a lot of our games this season have been like that. We've yes. played against really good competitive teams. And uh, just letting everybody know at the end of the game, you know, hey, we're we're looking good. We did good. You know, we kept a, a 
competitive team down and, and close. And um, just also with progression. Uh, progression is a really big thing and, and getting our team built up and getting our players built up and just uh, reminding people that, hey, today is the last day for mm-hmm. progression. You need to have your progression in. And uh, so just just keeping keeping everybody upbeat and making sure everybody sticks together. I want everybody that we have on the team to roll over with this next season because uh, next season it, it's looking good. We're looking good. Nice. And speaking of um, team and player bills, how has your player bill changed in the past two seasons? Um, not much. It, I, it's gone with uh, the build that uh, Allen has been moving towards. However, he is building the team, uh, whatever direction he's wanting to go, that's that's how I'm going with it. Got it, got it. And so when you first heard the news that you were going to Charleston, how did that make you feel? Uh, I was I was excited. I was really excited. Um, like I say, I joined in the middle of the season, so it's, it's tough trying to get on a team. And, and when I found out that I may have to wait through the offseason and go through the draft and uh, told myself I you know may have to have some patience with it but I stayed in chat and got my rank up and uh, I actually had we were in Indianapolis still last season and James our co-owner contacted me and asked me if I want to join and I said heck yeah <laughs> nice so be a part of, great what's your most memorable game um, don't really have a memorable game Ooh. right now, but okay. I would say that I have a memorable season. Okay. And that's going to be the season that's going to be right now, season 13. Um, I mean, I got to give a shout out to Alan. Man, what a, a awesome owner that we have. Uh, you know, he was co-owners with uh, James last year. And he took over the team, and in a matter of off-season, we only brought over four players, so he had to get together another eight players for the team. And in a matter of off-season, he's turned this team around 180 degrees. And I can tell right now that as we move on to next season and, and the upcoming seasons, I'm going to look back at this season and say, you know, this I'm going to remember this was the changing point for us this is where we turn this season and it's going to carry over to next season and and it's going to be good things for charleston so i'm going to look back at this season and and remember when everything changed and uh and you know just how we excelled and got better as a team gotcha so tell me on a lighter note what's your what's your take on ref 62 (laughs) <laughs> I think he is from the uh, was he a part of the playoff game with the Saints and the Rams <laughs> yes <laughs> that I believe, I believe I, I, he flew in just for that game <laughs> I think Ref 62 is uh, if I had to guess he's been refereeing for a while mm-hmm. and he's got a couple of years left till retirement mm-hmm and he's just trying to make it. He doesn't come in biased with either team uh, that he's going to call, you know, one way for one team and one way for another. I think he's just trying to make it through 
like maybe two or three more years to get retirement and get that pension coming in and sit back on the beach in Florida. Mm, Well, the thing (laughs) is, I interviewed him and I tell you, he is pompous. And you can actually find that interview on sflsimulation.net. Oh my God. He was so pompous that I actually had to get up and walk out of there, man. I I couldn't finish it. <laughs> you gotta read the content, man. What do you say? Then you then I'm gonna call you back and then get your take on him because he had a lot to say and he doesn't like Andy Hamilton at all. <laughs> um, they're gonna go at it forever, it seems, and he believes that he's perfect. And I had a problem with that. And he told me that <laughs> he could see my future, my past interceptions, and my future interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was a good Did he time. tell you how many it was going to be? No, he didn't, but he said it was going to be Oh, man. But um, it's been fun. It's been fun. And listen, you are definitely welcome to come back and be on the show anytime you'd like to. Um, but at the end of each show, I would like to, well, first of all, before I even let you go, I want to ask you one more question. How do you, pl- okay. how do you plan to make an impact on the SFL? want to try and help build it the best that I can. Um, Anything that I can do to help uh, Cam with this, uh, I'd be willing to do, even if it's the little things. The little things help the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I just want to represent the SFL in a positive way. And I mean, this is is something really cool that's going on to be uh, a part of this. it's awesome, and now the TV deal is, is great. Got a lot of new people coming in, mm-hmm. and, and and the biggest thing is is just to have fun with it because that's what we're all here to do is have fun that's and enjoy right. playing football with our team. That's right, that's right, man. So you do have the last word. I definitely love to give my guests that for his shout-outs. I'm still waiting on some poetry. Mark Mello did sing a song for me, so I'm still waiting on somebody <laughs> else to kind of uh, take on that. But, yeah, you can say whatever you would like at this time. The floor is yours. All right. I just want to give a shout-out to my team, my teammates, awesome teammates that I have. I really enjoy being on a team with each and every one of them. Like I say, we so I only had three teammates come over with me uh, to Charleston. Uh, this season so all of my teammates I really enjoy uh, being on the team with them and and the biggest shout out is is Alan like I say he's turned this team around 180 degrees Mm -hmm. Um, he puts a lot of time and effort into the team and you can see it on the field Uh, our record may not show it but we've been really competitive and uh, we've we still want to win this season. We're looking for some more wins, but we are all looking forward to next season. So I can't uh, can't give a big enough shout out to Alan. Just great owner. He's awesome. Fantastic, sir. And again, thank you so much for your time. You are invited to come back on whenever you'd like to. Just DM me and we can make it happen, sir. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Mr. Johnny Bravo, and to you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it, guys. It's a pleasure to bring you this podcast and all the other ones that I've ever done. If you are a player or owner or coach or work with the SFL in any capacity and you want to be on my show, just let me know. I want all voices to be heard. With that, Y'all have a great night, and until next time, Striker out.